Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hoopball Podcast listeners, are you a fantasy expert and want to write or podcast for Hoopball? Do you have aspirations of covering a team? Are you a master of sales and want to earn some cash on the phones? Well, we've got good news. Hoopball's recruiting. If you think you have what it takes, hit us up at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or by emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. Again, that's at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Hoopballers, welcome back to another episode of Today in Sports Betting. Yes, it is me, Ira Silver. I'm back. I'm joined alongside with Devin Ellington. It is Sunday when we were recording May 31st, 2020 in the early afternoon here on the East Coast. Devin, I know we had to start the show a little later today. We uh, were up a little late sweating some Korean baseball last night game went to extra innings but I'm glad it did because we had the over of eight and a half and we had the latte giants at plus money plus money hey yep yep and uh, Um, I'm glad we both got on that so uh what uh how you doing today um you 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 awake yet kind of I guess I don't know I, I I did some weed whacking I went to restaurant depot to get some stuff for a fish fry tomorrow okay uh never never done one of those uh, maybe one of these days that that's that missouri kansas oklahoma kind of thing tennessee down you know it's all over i'm sure everyone has fish fries but it's very close to my heart i remember growing up in the trailer parks having fish fries <laughs> i love it i love it so. well one of these days we'll have to get together and do a fish fry but now we are going to talk about some Korean baseball. We got a little Bundesliga. Let's unpack it. Yeah, Let's we got a little. Bo- yeah, we got a little Bundesliga to get into, and maybe a little recap, repack, recap. That's what I meant of the MMA fights, which I did poorly yeah. on, and you did great. So, um, first of all, last night you're like, "Hey, I'm like, hey, Devin, what's the deal here with this slate?" And you're like. I'm like, no, I just said, hey, what's up? And you responded, yeah. deuce on over eight and a half. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> went with it, went with it. Uh, we talked a little bit further. We, uh, we talked about whether or not we should be on deuce on or latte. We went with latte at plus money. You, uh, you helped me get to that side, even though I was leaning there. I'm glad you pushed me over the edge. And uh, we had a pretty good night in KBO last night. Let's get into some of the games. Um, we will recap. The Doosan Latte Giants game first. It was a little bit of a snooze fest for the first uh, what seven innings or so. Well, and what w- and yeah, absolutely. And it was that starting pitching that we talked about, uh, pr- you know, more off camera behind the curtain, Wizard of Oz stuff. Uh, we talked about the starting pitching, and then 
once the bullpens got involved, we felt pretty good about the over only, even if we only had two innings to work with. So, yeah, I mean that, that Straley guy had a pretty good game. He uh, had 99 uh, seven, pitches. Yeah. Seven strikeouts, uh, five strikeouts. Five. Se- he gave up seven hits, five strikeouts and one run on 99 pitches. Had a really good game. Went five innings. Only then, one walk. Only one walk. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, Flexen looked pretty shaky early, but he did. He did come through, and uh, he did not give up any earned runs. Although there was a couple runs There's scored on two his watch on errors. errors. Right. Uh, five walks included with that too. Yeah, but um, only one two thing, strikeouts, which I was uh, right. a little uh, a little um, surprised by. Well, the Lata bats, they're smart hitters. And again, this is, you know, the recap for you and I, but, you know, insight for the rest of the folks, the hoop ballers. Uh, I kind of talked about the offensive Lata and how smart they are as hitters and just kind of like, you know, they score runs. And you asked me, he's like, well, why is their, you know, recent record not so great? Or, you know, like it seems like they're not clicking or something. But yeah, you know, it's, um, this offense, um, you you saw it last night. They're good at the defensive hitting. They draw walks. They put pitchers in bad positions. And Chris Flexen is, you know, he he has a shot at winning MVP honors of this league this year if he uh, ties together some really good pitching performances. Last year's MVP of the league was a pitcher, a domestic pe- uh, pitcher. So uh, uh, Josh Lindblom. So um, it's a trend. Uh, he could take it this year too. That guy, he's pretty good. I, I liked his stuff last yeah. night, even um, though they Dusan didn't get the win. But I, I really liked Flexen and Straley. Talk about that guy. He had a pretty solid outing. What do you what do you think about that guy? Well, other than the fact that he completely shot the bed for the Cubs whenever we signed him, um, prior to him coming over to Korea, I think over here he his pitching style is good. And I've I liked Dan Straley when he was with the Marlins. He's kind of got that unorthodox left-handed approach he's not going to overpower you but when he does surprise you he can do it in more than one way or with a more than one pitch or uh placement or location but when he's off he walks a lot and we saw it early in the first you and I were talking about it I think he had his only walk was in the first but you know the pitch count got up there pretty high uh in the first two innings but then he ended up kind of settling in yeah, and um, I know we talked about this. Uh, we were texting back and forth during the game, uh, as us degenerates love to do. Uh, but uh, once Flexin and Straley were out of the game, you're like, I, you know, and I'm still new to Korean baseball. Uh, I'm, more, I'm more green to it than you are. You've been following it and keeping up with it since the start. I'm just kind of getting back into degen mode over here. Uh, sick of the poker, sick of the PlayStation. I need to take a little bit of real life approach here. So I'm starting to get back in. I'm starting to learn about the players. So I, I know that you were like, hey, don't worry about this over. We <laughs> yeah, got yeah. it. The, yeah. the bullpen is horrible. KBO-ness. And when, yeah, and the KBO-ness. And when Flexen went out, the guy who replaced him had a, tw- what was it, 29 ERA or something? Uh, it was at least nine. It was nine. Oh, nine, uh, he, nine. He, he, Sorry, I, I, no, I meant nine, not 20. There, there, there's a niner in there. Uh, yeah, no, he uh, – I can't remember his name. It, it was Choi Cho- Won Jun. Yeah, um, and so a fun thing here, and I learned this from the broadcast and Dan Kurtz uh, from mykbo.net. So whenever you see Choi, you know, C-H-O-I, it's actually sharp at the end. So it's actually Chuh. 
nice. Just took you know, one took, June. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Um, you learn something I, new every day. Look at yeah. that. I took a semester of Mandarin in high school, but that was in Wichita, Kansas. So I don't know how translatable it is to Korean, but uh, <laughs> I, I do understand the accents and whatnot, but Korean's a whole nother animal. But I, I've enjoyed learning and immersing myself into this uh, uh, league because it is historical. 1982 is when they started it up. And baseball actually, was actually... Sorry, go ahead. Don't, no, 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 no. no. I was going to say, uh, baseball was actually first documented and played in 1904 in Korea. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Uh, what I was going to say was, you know, I actually fall asleep during a major league baseball game, even if I got a nickel or a dime on the game, right? Sure. Because you're familiar. Yeah, but it's just like a slow pace. I feel like the Korean Baseball League, mm-hmm. it, the KBO, it's got a better pace to the game. Yeah. For some reason, I was like, even though it was a snooze fest, no runs, this, that, whatever – it was actually like a good broadcast. Yeah, it yeah. was like, it wasn't slow. No one was taking 45 minutes between pitches. It was just like, let's get in yeah. and let's get this game going and, and let's not slow it down. So I had a good time watching it actually. So I think I'm actually a fan more so than I am of the MLB, which well, <laughs> they can't get their act together. Yeah. But, um, and they, it's just, oh, it's just terrible what's going on. But anyways, Cha one June comes in the game. You're like, don't worry, this guy's coming in with a 90 ERA. He turns out to pitch almost two innings, one and two thirds, and shutouts, two strikeouts, no hits, no runs, 27 pitches. And I'm like, oh man, you just put you put the you put the kibosh (laughs) on it, man. I I his first like two batters, I was like, shit. He looks kind of good. <laughs> yeah, he had some his, good his, stuff. His command was there. And that's one thing that I've noticed when he comes in uh, is his command falters. But he came in, and I think his first batter was uh, – and he came in in a pressure cooker situation. He had guys on second and third with one out, and he came in and fanned his first batter in like three or four straight pitches, I think. Like yeah, he and only then the threw, guy, and then the guy walked and then he, and popped then he struck it. someone out. Or something. I think there's like a pop out somewhere in there. I'd look at the game log, but yeah, no. And, and then he went out for the. I didn't think they were going to roll him out for another full inning. And then he, he I think he went three up, three down. In no, the he, next he, inning, he went one and two thirds. Yeah, one so and two thirds. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I mean, it it lasted longer than what it actually was to me. But uh, yeah, I was surprised about that. And then the other guys in the deuce on bullpen were the ones that actually did the choke job. Well, yeah, the next guy after him had a pretty good outing too. Three pitch, three innings, one run, no earned runs. Was also on an error, two hits, two strikeouts, three balls. Um, and he actually, his ERA was a significant lower at 4.26. But it was the guy that came in after him. In okay. The, uh, back, back part of the eighth or in the, like towards the ninth, I think he, it was. Yeah, Quan Hayuk. I don't know exactly how to pronounce this. Sorry if I'm butchering it. Sure. He also 9.6 ERA comes in, throws 20 pitches, gives up three runs, and mm. we are looking at our over four hits he allowed the most hits of all pitchers two home runs 27 era it was yeah. uh it was it was quite uh, and let's tell a funny story so or i'm sorry night, no i was yeah go no, ahead it's okay we're yeah. telling a funny story last night dev and i are texting back and forth and it was three to one uh three to one latte Dusan's mm. up it was at the bottom of the eighth or bottom of the ninth i want to say eighth because i think eighth. you fell yeah, asleep yeah, yeah, in the yeah, ninth yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So 
they got runners on Tucson's got runners on and I think it was one or two outs and Devin texts me I'm half sleeping and he's like what do we want here do we want run oh or yeah want, yeah or we want, yeah. Lot, or we want latte right. and you called it the I'm next like, pitch yeah the I'm next like, pitch yeah I'm like we want three three and then go to extras and try to get lucky here with latte and the over so it and goes three three thing happened yeah and then it goes to three three they get two runs in we go to extras um, and I fall asleep and I wake yeah. up <laughs> at whatever, 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, there's no way we won that. Come on. Three, three I, going hey, extras. I never had a doubt. <laughs> and, uh, I saw your text message, uh, that we, that we got there. So that was, uh, that was really exciting. We had a fun night. Um, we were, we were tweeting on the Hoopball gaming Twitter. Um, and for those of you who don't follow us already at Hoopball gaming, we uh, take turns off and on dissecting different aspects and angles. Devin is at D-A-L-E-007, and I am at Ira Silver Magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, a lot of fun. Um, let's talk about another game that we were, uh, that we were was, both on. I was actually oh. about to say, hey, yeah, do, yeah, do you care it. if I hijack for like maybe one minute here? I'm going to let you hijack, but before you do, I just want to make one statement. I want to hear it. And that is that guy on Dusan Fernandez is really, really good. I told you. He's I told really, you. really good. Wait, I think he's hitting like 471. His, dude, if you look up his extra base percentage and his slugging and his uh, one base percentage, ugh, dude, that's ridiculous. He's He'll probably be four, in the majors in the next two years. Yeah, he's batting 468, four home runs, 23 RBIs. How many on, doubles? At uh, least 15. He has no, he's got nine doubles. Nine, okay. But he's just a killer. Like he's mm-hmm. really good. Like he's got a nice stroke. I'm surprised. I mean, he's never a lefty. Guy. Yeah, and a nice lefty, nice form. I'm surprised I never heard of this guy. So I think you probably know where I'm probably gonna take this next part of the show. But uh I gotta talk about him because at the beginning of the season I adopted him as my team. The NC mother loving dinos because the NC dinos, dude. Okay, so we, I don't think you and I really talked about the NC and the Samsung game because when you messaged me, I was actually kind of glad you did because you like sparked this like resurgence of KBO uh, slate stuff, you know. Because I told you, I was like, I haven't looked at a slate in like a week and a half for the KBO. I, I've caught, I've kept up with like scores and like some bullpen trends and whatnot, but like, I haven't really like handicapped one. I haven't really personally bet. I've been doing other stuff and with the interviews and whatnot. And so like, like I said, I was glad that you, you reached out because it forced me to. And I, at first I saw, okay, cool. We got some domestic South Korean pitchers going against each other. We're going to get some more runs in that matchup. Maybe we got some uh, American pitchers going against each other. We got some less runs, which that didn't work out in the uh, LG Kia game. Sorry about that, by the way. Um, But to uh, try to not be long-winded here, NC Dinos, 21 hits last night, 18 runs, scored six runs in the ninth. I was live tweeting it. I took the live over of nine and a half and ten and a half before the fourth inning in the third when uh, NC was up 3-0. I was like, okay, Samsung's not going to score zero runs. Samsung's capable, and they, they've actually uh, – Samsung was going for the sweep against NC last night, 
And so NC scores three right off the bat before the first three innings. And then in the fourth and the fifth inning, they score five runs collectively. And so I, I, I live tweeted it out there with funny dinosaur gifts and everything. But like NC, I, I said, NC might cover this by themselves after and, they scored their seven runs. And they sure did. They, they sure doubled did. it. They doubled it. Absolutely incredible call there. Really love that. I wish we would have been on that. The SK game was fun. I think yeah, that's I the one you were going to talk about. Yeah, the next game I was going to talk about, um, and, I ho- and I wish you would have uh, got me on NC before the game because I was just like busy doing other stuff while I was watching the game. But um, So no live betting for me last night. But uh, Hanwha Eagles versus SK Wyverns. Mm. Uh, we took the over I, – I got a bad number at nine, Devin at eight and a half. Yeah. And it was a sweat, man. It was yep. a sweat. Even yep. though they scored five runs in the first inning. Yep. We had to sweat that a little bit. Um, and to, you know, something to a credit here, Anwa, they have a really decent bullpen. I think they're actually top five in bullpen metrics. So that's my bad on that one. I didn't point that out to us, but I did like the over, like I said. And I think the crediting factor was the fact that we had those two uh, homeborn Korean pitchers going against each other. They had a uh, really high whip, uh, walk and hits per inning, uh, which is an important stat, a huge stat for any metric. If you're running an algorithm or a model for KBO, uh, you've got to have whip and walks included because those turn into, uh, I think it was uh, what I saw, like 31% of all the runs scored in the KBO. So Wow. Um, but, you know, because, like, there's not solo shots. There's not the power like that in the KBO. There's, like, multi-run dingers, multi-home run innings. Like I was telling you about the KBO-ness last night. There's, like, three home run innings, back like, t- 17-run innings, like <laughs> – yeah, I didn't. I did not. Uh, I didn't realize how much of a not like. There's no power in that league. It's just a lot of like, let's be strategic. They almost play like last year's Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, yeah, they're not really like powerful, but they get runners in scoring position. They're they're very. Uh, the Giants, the yeah, San Francisco the, Giants, in their early two oh, thousands. Exactly, very strategic. Um, a lot of really good hitting, a lot of uh, really good focus at the plate, uh, tiring, pitch, tiring pitchers out, good defense. Yeah, and it's just the pitching's not bad in the beginning. And even with the bad bullpens, like there's just not a lot of power. So it was just it was fun to watch baseball without watching every at bat, trying someone trying to swing for the fences. I don't know. One other thing I want to cap off with KBO here. And as much as fun as we had with it last night, I think we should talk about some other stuff because I want to pick your brain about some uh, sport that goes on in the Northern Hemisphere that may or may not include hockey. Uh, so uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But um, the the KBO thing is uh, pretty cool. We had so much fun with it last night. And um, I think it's awesome now that we're starting to get a lot of good data put together. And um, like you, like you said, you said, you know, I haven't really dug into it too much. We talked about it. We had a pretty educated conversation about, you know, what our eyes could tell us. And uh, we had a successful night. So I think um, if, if our listeners or if people out there want to start getting into KBO a little more serious now, it's a little it's got a little depth to it. It's not as infamiliar. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and it's more exciting, I think. So. I like it. I like it a lot, actually. I'm not going to lie. I think it's a great, I think it's a great league. Um, so 
the hockey, the Vegas Golden Knights won me some money by default because the regular season concluded and I put that futures bet in that we talked about a couple, two, three months ago on the show that you thought was a good value for them You're to welcome. win the division. You're I, welcome. That, that's where I'm going with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I paid it forward. I'm, I'm Haley Joe Osmond. I paid it forward last night. Absolutely. So Absolutely. does that does that make you Helen Hunt or uh, Kevin Kevin Spacey? Uh, you know, I'm not really too sure. Um, Kevin Spacey has a little bit of a bad rep these days. So, right, right. You know, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to upset anybody. Association. All right. Yeah. So Helen Hunt, it is. All right. Okay. Sounds good to me. Hey, she's cool. She's cool. But yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's hilarious that uh, they're awarding, that they're paying out on those props. I mean, on those uh, division tickets, even though the season didn't go the full distance. And uh, I'm happy. I, I was shocked. Yeah, I was shocked too. I, I opened up my account and I was like, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? What did I tell you about? It was two to one. You got, Oh dude, I got it at plus two and a half. What was dude, it? it was like, it was like plus four, almost plus 500 if I remember right. Wow, man! I think it was early uh, on. It was like before they surged. Oh yeah, it was way. It was it was right mm -hmm. when they won like two games in a row. They they were a little unhealthy. Yeah, Uh yeah, yeah. Supont, their backup goalie was out, so Uh, like they didn't have depth in in the uh, trenches. They they had uh, just made a couple of trades. It was and the coaching situation. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well. I'm glad I won you some money. Maybe one of these days uh, we'll get to celebrate over some drinks that you can buy me to say thank you. Sounds good. Or just give me some more KBO winners. Yeah. Uh, we have to wait a little bit because there is no KBO tomorrow, unfortunately. But, yeah, that sucks, man. I was really getting into it. So what what do you think about the hockey coming up? What, what are your thoughts? What do you think? How is this going to play out? Do you like it? Is it going to affect the draft? Like, how do we go about this? I'm ready. I like, I, I'm ready for hockey. Yeah, I'm. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I. It's think like we're jumping the, right into the playoffs. Yeah, I can't wait. And the and the, the the you know the the bracket and the way they're setting it up. I think it's really a lot. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think a lot of teams that were big favorites are going to mm-hmm. find themselves in a in a situation struggling. Where, yeah, because you know we they've been off and they're not in a rhythm. And now now we got this new format and right. and you know a lot of teams. You know, I wouldn't want to be playing a few teams right now. I wouldn't Can I say be- one team? Can I? And this is just my not as educated perception here, but Arizona Coyotes. Like if, you would, you wouldn't want to play them right now. Right? Yeah, yeah. I just before the quarantine happened, they kind of got involved in the trade deadline stuff. They shored up some depth. They got Taylor Hall. They got Taylor Hall to match with that other young kid they have. That real aggressive. Uh, Oh, I can't. Yeah, he's slipping. His name slipping. Um, and then last off season, they added Phil Cassell from the Sabers, a real strong veteran defensive presence to shore up their first and second lines defensively. They have really under the radar goalkeeping, and they're physical. You know, um, they only allowed I think around two, two and a half goals a game before the quarantine. Yeah, and um, just like a, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, interesting matchups, man. Mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. like I can't wait to see like what's gonna happen, and just I think that this is the way that the league should go in general. I just think it's like way more exciting this way and maybe it can bring breathe a little bit more life into viewership, into viewership and new new uh 
new fans. Um, but new there's generation. A, yeah, and there's a couple games, I just, a couple matchups I just want to um, point out is that, you know, the one team I wouldn't want to play, I know you picked uh, Arizona, but the one team I would not want to play right now, can you guess? Dallas Stars. Well, them too, but they're good. But I'm saying a team that's uh, in the east, fly under the radar, Western Conference, Western, tons of experience. You know, a lot of veterans on the team. Uh, it's the Chicago Blackhawks. Mm, mm. I would yeah, not yeah, want. They were be surging. Playing. They were. Yeah, they were starting to put together some good games. They're and it was uh, stemming from defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like their defense yeah. was great. Their goalie finally put put some games together. But uh, I really, really like this Blackhawks team. Um, so who are your who are your top four? Like two in the West, two in the East. Like who who who's being hunted? You know. Mm. Like, who do you think is a heavy favorite? And then who, you personally, what would you say is like your fluid, like, uh, you know, methodical uh, other team that you would like to see have some crazy success? Yeah, I mean, I think the, I don't, like, I wouldn't want to play the Montreal Canadiens right now if I was the Pittsburgh Penguins. Like, I would not want to, I would not want to play the Canadiens at all. Um, I just I'm think glad you that- said the Penguins. Do you think that they benefit from this? Because they were detrimental. Their their health was they yeah, were but hurt. but surprisingly, even though their health was bad, they were putting together a you Top know a five good, defensive unit. Yeah, and a good push towards uh, that time period right before the uh, pandemic happened. I really think that um, an exciting an, another exciting one. Well, I just think that Pittsburgh's in a bad spot. Okay, that's right, right. One. I yeah. also think that Chicago is in a you know, they're uh, a little more you know, favorable just because of their experience. And like, I don't think that. And I who's coaching up there now? I'm sorry. We're in Chicago. Yeah. Cause and Quinville I, left, right? I can't remember. He's I in Florida. The coach's name, okay. but sorry. Uh, yeah, no, it's all good. I just think that they're playing the Oilers. Obviously oh, the Oilers are really Leon Dreisaitl, Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid, David, Ryan. Um, who's, thank you. That yeah. Kid. yeah. I mean, yeah. they got a great team. The problem is, is Their that goalie. black. Well, he's okay. But my biggest thing is like the Oilers, they, they just lack a lot of experience. Right. The Blackhawks have tons of experience behind you know, players like Patrick Kane and Jonathan Tap Toes. Still in that team. And, still in that organization. Yeah, and Alex DeBrincat is good. Like He's still and, there. Wow. Yeah, and yeah. even with getting rid of Robin Lehner to the Golden Knights uh, this year. They got they stuff played. in return. Yeah, but – and Corey Crawford was – he was yeah. just on fire. Yeah, yeah. He was on fire. And right. the Blackhawks were actually winning the season series. Yeah. So, if I'm one team right now, I wouldn't want to be the Edmonton Oilers in the West. And if I'm one team in the East, I would not want to be the Pittsburgh Penguins playing the Canadians. Um, a really fun matchup uh, that I can't wait to, to watch would, is going to be Calgary Flames versus the Winnipeg Jets. I was literally about to ask you, where does Calgary fit in with all of this? Yeah, and, it's, and, and again, it's, gonna, it's probably not going to be good for the Flames. The Flames yeah. are obviously Well, like last better. year. Yeah, and and it really, it really, the break really did not do any um, favors for the Flames. They were, yeah. they were up and down. They were, you know, back and forth. 
had good runs, lost a few games, whatever. But I really like this Jets team. Yeah, I actually have yeah. futures. I have futures on the Knights, the Lightning, and the Jets. The Jets so, are really efficient. Like with yeah. just from line to line, their their numbers really don't falter. You know, like you, sometimes you see from uh, first line down to third, you know, line, you'll you'll have like this uh, decrease in production or effort or sustainability, but not not with the Jets. Yeah, and and not only that, they won the only matchup of the season three to one. They beat them in the in the in the in the uh, regular season how do you feel about colorado out in the west before i get into colorado i just want to say one more thing about the winnipeg jets please do the goalie yeah oh uh, uh the um the russian feller right Connor the young helen, kid helen, oh helen, helen buck, buck. Helen buck. they traded for him from minnesota um or was he always with winnipeg I think he, Man, I'd have to pull up a wiki. Oh, no, no. I'm thinking of Dylan Dubernick. Oh, oh that's Minnesota yeah, Wild. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm thinking of Dubernick. Hellebuck, Dubernick. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. Hell, Hellebuck, I mean, he's... He he's a staple. And he could get hot, man. He's the type of goalie that could get hot, and you just never know. And, and we all know that in the hockey playoffs, a hot goalie... A shutout is, goes a long way. Yeah, and a hot One goalie One shutout. Can, yeah, and a hot goalie can just take you all the way to the Stanley Cup, as in the Kings from a few years back with Mark Andre Fleury. No, when when Quick, yeah, and and Quick, you know, when Quick Jonathan Quick took the L.A. Kings and won the mm. Stanley Cup as an eight seed, it yeah. was because Quick played out of his mind. He just got hot at the right time, you yeah. know. So I'm excited. I can't wait. Um, and I don't think there's a specific date yet set. Um, right. on coming back, but they've already set up the matchups. So uh, we'll just keep an eye on the announcement for the date. And, Who did uh, Boston draw? Boston, let's see. That was another team I was curious to see if like David Pasternak was going to continue his ridiculousness. Dude, their third line was out there just you know making fools look silly. Yeah, um, and, and I'm I'm just happy that I have a futures on the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning because they're, yeah, they're a real yeah. deal too. I mean, we uh, they they go a little un, unnoticed just being in Tampa. They could Bay. get a favorable draw as well. Yeah, um, I mean they're they're gonna have uh, they're gonna have a lot to uh, say when see, it's all said and done, in my opinion. So if they can wait to have to match up with Boston till late, late. Yeah, and another another fun one. The Rangers could be a really good yeah, uh, yeah. dark horse here. They got some great goaltending. Great. What about the Flyers? What about the Flyers? Since we're just kind of throwing East teams out there, uh, um, that that youth was starting to get a little spunky before the break. Yeah, the Flyers are good, man. I mean, they're, they're right just, there. Or did they? They're in position, right? Yeah, or I mean, like they're participating. Yeah, I think so. But I mean, the Flyers, they're they're. They, they can put it they're together. inconsistent they're super yeah inconsistent. but they, it, once they get going they can really really get going um but the uh the rangers they got some really good goaltending so that yeah could be, yeah that could be fantastic to watch um all right i don't want to spend too much time on hockey let's just sure. jump yeah no, into, that was fun yeah. yeah let's jump into a little uh bundesliga yeah absolutely um, like you had asked me a little bit about KBO, you'd mentioned to me, you know, I, we, we spoke a little about, about my inactivity, but I didn't realize that you had been kind of dabbling within the Bundesliga arena. I would say that two times fast Bundesliga arena. Um, 
And yeah. so the, I'm intrigued. Like, spill the beans, man, because I don't even know what's going on. Come on, give me the garbanzos. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, listen, I, you know, it's not like I know anything really. It's uh, all this is new to me, right? Right, right. But, but we, uh, I don't know, you call it luck, you call it good, good, uh, good timing. Went 3 0 in Bundesliga on Saturday morning. So that was freaking great. Um, and it was just like a lot of fun, a lot of exciting. I bet a couple unders that hit. Um, mm. I bet a couple, um, bet a couple, uh, teams that won. So it, it was a lot of fun. I really liked, um, I'm trying to find the, uh, the score here. If I can never pull it up for some reason, I cannot find it at the moment, but I'm just happy soccer's back. I mean, I, right. I, I love soccer from a um from a fifa perspective on video sure. games. Oh, yeah. never really oh, yeah. got too much into it in real life but this this pandemic has really made me want to get into it more and more and i have been and i really enjoy watching the games the announcers are fantastic and i really like that there's no fans actually get right. to hear the oh, players yeah. and the coaches and the fouls and the whistles and i actually think i liked that with the ufc fights last night um, you just kind of, you, you hear more of that raw dynamic of sports. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I think it's so much fun, um, to just kind of, cause you know, like growing up and playing sports, I played all sports as a kid and played everything up until, you know, basically the end of high school. But you know, we didn't, I didn't, I didn't go to a huge school. Right. So I, it's not right. like I had, I was playing in front of a uh, 700 people. I went to a small private school. I mean, my whole school was like a hundred people, you know, but, uh, it was just a lot of fun to like see professional athletes playing on like the same type of environment where you can like hear them talking their strategy, what they're doing. Um, you know, just, just things like that. I I really think are just so much fun and so interesting to me. Sure. Hey, I just want to give a quick intermission shout out here. So there is a live NASCAR race going on right now. Oh, yeah. And it is the uh, Food City 500. And uh, so I picked a random racer. Uh, it was in the, it was with like oh, 200. So did, I. so did I. Did you? Okay. So yeah. Yeah, it was 200 laps in. It's a 500 lap race. There's 20 laps to go now. My racer that I picked is in second. Who's in first? Chase Elliott. I, don't I went with Joey Logano. Let me see who I took. I don't even remember his name. He's like a random guy. Tyler Reddick? Tyler Reddick. Oh, he's been hot lately. I've actually I've been playing DFS NASCAR, as silly as it seems. But Wow. Hey, so um, on this Bundesliga, um, what are you – what clubs – give me like two or three clubs, teams that you're – maybe most or most, you know, averagely like familiar with, like who, who are a couple that have stuck out for you? So just going back to NASCAR for a second, based on your sure, response, sure, sure. Tyler yeah. Reddick is not in contention. Not right now. No. Okay. Uh, the, the, the last couple of races though, he's been pretty, pretty hot. Got him at 55 to one. So let's see what happens. Um, a couple teams that I like, oh, man, I really like, uh, you know, Let's start with the teams I don't like and really sure. need to turn it around. Schalke. Schalke. Um, okay. They're they're just really in a slump right now. They look terrible yesterday. They're giving up a lot of like corners and like Oof. deep penetration in yeah, uh, their bad. offensive zone. It was bad. 
It was bad. I like um, uh, I like Leipzig. Yeah, they're good. Fun to say. They're good. Um, I and another team I like is uh, Hertha Berlin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what they they had a pretty good day the other day. Yeah, they scored four goals or something like that uh, the other day. But yeah, on Saturday they played uh, Augsburg, Augsburg, and won mm-hmm. two to zero. Um, scored is, yeah. pre- scored pretty early in the game, but they yeah they're they're pretty they're kind of middle of the road in terms of where they are in the Bundesliga, but um, you know they're t- ten wins, eight draws, eleven losses, sure. not terrible. They score 43 goals, goals forced, goals mm-hmm. against is 50. Defense not that great, but they do they can put the ball in the net if they need to. Yeah. Um, and another uh, another team that I like, I mean, this is just obviously, you know, they're going to be at the top just because uh-huh. like I'm a new fan, so I want to watch exciting soccer. Is uh, uh, is Dortmund? Yeah, Borussia. Yeah, Dortmund. yeah, I mean they're they're just great. They're fun to watch. I they're mean, a they're staple. Just, yeah, and you know I uh, this is a cultured league, very historical. Yeah, and my most most of my experience before um, the pandemic with soccer was watching uh, the Premier League. EPO. So, okay, this yeah. is a good transition. This is where I wanted to go next. Exactly. So I just feel like this this level of play is basically at that level or better. Mm-hmm. and um it's just fun to watch like very competitive soccer and i'm excited that i heard that over the weekend that premier league is going to be Ooh, coming back yeah and the right, la liga so is going to be coming back la liga that's one of my favorite leagues lots of goals lots of uh vertical uh chilean crossers is what i like to call them when chile made that run in 2011 and 2014 or whatever in the Concacaf and the uh world cup uh group stages and uh, it, it was just a fun bunch of uh, Central American uh, crossers. Uh, Ashton Villa and Sheffield United are the first EPL um, match to be back on a slate. Um, this is scheduled for 2 p.m. Uh, this, and this is my time. This is on my computer. Central time. Central standard. Uh, on the 17th of uh, June, the sixth month. That's the, that's the sixth month, right, June? Yes. Okay. All right. So Ashton Villa is at plus one ninety five on the money line right now. Sheffield's plus one thirty five. Over under set at two and a half. Over's at even money. I think that's a. I think that over right there. Just first glance, because these guys haven't played in a long time. They ain't gonna have their legs under them. The goalies are gonna be a little out of sync. Uh, sure, the passing you could probably say the same, and some of the offensive sets. But I think there's gonna be. A lot of stoppage of play, lots of corners, lots of opportunities, lots of sloppiness. And I agree with you. And you can, you know, and, and I, I know you mentioned Leipzig earlier. I, mm-hmm. I, one of my favorite players in the Bundesliga is on Leipzig. Can you guess oh, who, who, who it is? No, so I'm actually not too familiar with uh, hardly any of the uh, Bundesliga uh, players. So shame, shame. Uh, who no, it's is okay. It? I only know him from FIFA, but uh, I really just think he's just he's a beast. And he's, I might recognize him from a national team. I'm more of I I, I can recognize World Cup rosters better. So he's on the German national team for sure. Ooh, I mean, uh, he's a striker. Striker. Yep. Okay. Uh, is it cl- uh, not Glenn Close? He's retired. Uh, oh, shucks. Just tell me. Timo Werner. Werner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that he's, guy's awesome. He's a stud, man. Yeah, Love solid. Him. 
Very he good. doesn't let the ball get away from him too far at all. Yeah, and he's a he, solid tackler. Yeah, I just really liked his game. I like his game. I watched I watched Leipzig play the other day, and I just they looked really, pretty good. Did, yeah. they got the win right? Um, I think so. I just, yeah. just went off my screen here for a second. Leipzig. No, they draw. They drew two two okay. with Hertz on Wednesday. That's right. Yeah, I remember just, seeing that they were winning or something. Like I, I saw the ticker. Yeah, but no, they're 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 fun to watch, man. Well, hey, uh, over two and a half, even money. I got it locked in on Ashtonville and Sheffield right now. Nice, because I'm bored. So love it. All right. Well, the NASCAR has 18 laps to go. Still the same thing. Harvick and Hamlin round out the third and fourth spots. Brad Keselowski's in the fifth spot. Kyle Busch is at eighth. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is nowhere to be found. Not sure where he's at. He's gonna Nowhere to be found? Yeah, he's not even in the top 20. This is his last year, so he's riding off into the, the murky sunset. What a guy. But I, I actually um, – oh, yeah, so this, this, is, this is the game I was trying to find. Okay, I found it. It was last Sunday, Leipzig versus Mainz. Uh, I obviously did not win my bet. I uh, had under whatever three and a half goals or something like that, or two and a half goals. I can't remember. But Timo Werner had three goals. He had a hat trick in the game. It was so sick. Oh yeah. So Maine's next game is June sixth. They're uh, they're playing Frankfurt, which Frankfurt has a decent uh, goal differential, if I remember off the top of my head. I like some value on Frankfurt. I'm looking at it right now, just talking about mains. So just going across the board here, Frankfurt, uh, you know, if they win by a goal, you get minus 120, you know, on the spread. It's uh, minus 0.5 now. Uh, they're the minus, minus 110. Mains is plus 280. And it's over under three. You get minus 105 on the over. I think the, uh, the under might be the way to play. Because maybe Frankfurt wins 2-0, 3-0, and at worst you get that push. But I, I think they win by at least a goal. Uh, Frankfurt's yeah. got a decent defense. Yeah, no, it's just a lot of fun, a lot of getting getting used to new leagues, new player names. But, you know, you've heard some of them before, especially sure. if you watch the World Cup and things like that. And let's with that, let's jump into the massacre on Saturday night, which was the mixed martial arts. Oh, my, yeah. Talk to me. What did you? Uh, where, where were your plays here? What were you thinking? And uh, uh, let how me, happy I'm, are you? I'm gonna pull up my transaction sheet just to like for the last. Let's see. I got it set for the. Last I'm just saying hours. that guy who beat the crap out of Tyrone Woodley. Uh huh. He's good. So I will say uh, before the like prelims even started, I was talking with a buddy because I was having a little. Not I. I was a part of a little shindig, and we were watching the fights and. Um, grilling and all that. And so like I asked Gilbert him because Gilbert Burns, uh, Tyrone Woodley was the only fighter that I was, I haven't watched UFC and I haven't bet on UFC seriously. And like, I don't, I don't, you know, it's not my thing. Uh, not that I just want to discredit the sport or the market because it's all lucrative and awesome, but I'm not familiar. And I was betting on the women's fights last night. It was fun. So uh, before the fight started, my buddy, uh, a guy, I hope I can actually have him on. It was actually my first time or second time meeting him last night, a mutual friend. Uh, he used to actually work out at Caesars uh, in the sports books. His name's Jeff. Real nice guy. 
and he uh, covered uh, uh, UFC when he was out there also. So uh, I asked him about the Tyrone Woodley fight because it was the only fighter I was really familiar with. And he's pushing 38, and we see how these fighters decline. And so Jeff talked me into taking Burns at plus 285, I think. I think I got it at plus 300. And then like 40 minutes before the fight started, I think Burns was like plus 110. That's Um, crazy. And so I I was able to lock that in. And then thanks to you again, bud, I used some of those hockey earnings from the futures and I put them into the first two fights. And my first seven bets on the UFC fights of the uh, Saturday evening all hit. And there was plus money sprinkled in there. I had no idea what I was doing. I'm not sitting here saying I had a great night because I've altered these uh, trends and I'm I'm so good and uh, Vegas Dave and huda huda hada hada, you know? Right. it was an accident, but hey, it um, it, those fights happened, and then you text me about the KBO, and it, it was a fun evening. Yeah, the one fight that I was a little weirded out and disappointed in the decision was Spike Carlisle not winning. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought he beat the crap out of the other he guy. Did. I don't understand that decision at all. Um, Jamal Hill, I, I really, him. I had, I, yeah, him. I, I, um. I, I saw that he was really good in the clinch and I was talking to Jeff and I just asked like his general opinion on Jamal Hill. I, I didn't know who he was, I, but I was impressed by what they showed on TV, but that's, those are highlights. But, um, and then the other guy that he was fighting, like I just, you could tell like body wise, body type, wise, like he just kind of had this maybe an advantage. And uh, so I took that to not make it out of the first. I just had a feeling. Wow. Uh, and that was at plus four or five hundred, if I'm not mistaken. Wow, I, nice and job! The Dan, the Rodriguez fight, I barely missed out. I almost sweeped that uh, fight. I placed seven bets on the Rodriguez and Gabe Green fight. I uh, I put a bet on it to go to decision, or I'm sorry, not to decision to uh, clear the first, second, and third. And then I hit, had did the uh, exact outcome um, uh, outcome wager of plus eight hundred for uh, Daniel Rodriguez to win in the third. And he almost did. He was like, if he would have got a couple more shots, it would he would have got that TKO from the ref. Uh, wow. There was a couple points in the third where he had Gabe Green on the ground or he was staggered and his hands weren't really uh, protecting himself. But that fight was good. Uh, I lost money on the ladies. I, I went with Shavnishiko or whatever, um, and she got her ass kicked. Yeah, well, I just I was like a little – um suspicious of that <clears throat> spike carlisle decision i thought he whooped that, that was, other dude yeah i i can't believe that and um you know everyone that i was around um we all were on spike carlisle too that was like the general like you know buzz like they uh liked who he was as a fighter so yeah i mean uh you had a little bit better of an mma night than i did but uh man we've covered a lot of topics here today uh you got anything else to add before we sign off here Mm. no i mean just stay tuned um there's content that's going to be coming out in a flooding kind of fashion with all these leagues and dates and target return dates popping up and uh nba practice and facilities are all like almost a hundred percent you know um i think normality is probably around the corner it's going to be a little weird still but uh we're in a weird time, Ira. That's like, you know, that's kind of just where I'm at. <laughs> We're in a very weird time, my friend. Very, very weird time. I uh, hope everyone's staying safe from the corona. 
um, from the chaos going on in the world right now. Uh, thanks again for joining us. We are today in sports betting. Again, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Iris Silver Magic. Devin's at D-A-L-E-007. And we are at Football Gaming. Thanks so much for joining us. And we'll see you next time. This has been a Hoopball presentation. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.